Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's like I was just talking to you a second ago. Um, so this is the second half of the official Chapman and Robin review of Wonder Woman. Uh, if you somehow missed episode 47, you're going to want to go and listen to that. That's the first portion of the Wonder Woman review. This, uh, What you're about to hear is the second half. If you thought we were a bit too scathingly negative in the first hour, don't worry. There is, uh, I mean, I remember recording last night. We recorded this episode last night, and I remember a couple points near the end where I was like almost teary-eyed with praise for this film uh, and we talk about the the social ramifications bird didn't like it but uh, I didn't hate it so <laughs> didn't necessarily hate it anyway I'm chatting too much this is gonna get too long and I won't be able to upload this either so anyway get um, get ye on and listen to the the second half of our Wonder Woman review we're not heroes it's just a podcast and then you have Gal Gadot saying things like, oh, a baby. <laughs> that was so funny. I think I would know about like how fucking cute that was. Did you? Oh, you, um, uh, we had opposite reactions. I was oh, like, really? that drove me nuts. <laughs> I was like, no, what are we um, doing here? That, I like the interacting with the quote-unquote world of men for the first time. Cute. I like that, too. Um, She's never seen a baby before. They don't have babies on the island. Oh, okay. All right. I did not think of that. It's like a crazy, like, oh, my God, a baby. I've never seen one of these before. A human baby, not an animal baby. This is what a human baby looks like. I reverse my opinion. I did not think of that in the moment of watching, so I'm actually with you now. Okay. 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 I, I take back what I said. I actually, in retro retrospectively, that is really funny and really, really, like, heartwarmingly charming. Right? It's just, aww. That is really she's cute. She's never seen a baby. The way that I, she's just so excited. The way that I first saw it was, like, she likes babies because she's a woman, is how I saw it. I know, I know, I know. I read yeah. it totally wrong because I was like, I my note says, oh, she likes babies. What is she gonna go run to the nearest wine bar from before her yoga class? Uh, and, but no, you're you're and absolutely then fuck right. Chris Pine. Maybe, I mean, that was something that I wish we would have seen. I was seen. so fucking mad about that. Why? You don't think Wonder Woman fucks? No, I'm sure she fucks because she fucks both Superman and Batman. She's a she's Superman's baby. In uh, Frank Miller's universe. Yeah, I just like, why is it necessary? You think at the same time ever? Oh. oh. <laughs> I just had very, very bad thoughts. But also very exciting thoughts. <laughs> Holy mm. shit. This is what, Who's the dominant in that this is what, whole situation? This is what nerdy. Superman or Batman? I think Batman. D- Fucking, are you Fuck. kidding me? I'm like, are you kidding? Well, did you just get kerfuffled? I did. <laughs> did you just doctor poison yourself? Yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of doctor poison, was that first gas test not super fucking brutal? Oh, oh my I god, dude! It. When they've got that guy in the gas like, chamber, <laughs> and he's like, he's got the chain. There's a chain on top of the gas mask, yeah. and my favorite part is he's not even erect. He's like bent over. He's like shackled like a dog to the source yes. of the gas. And he's like, oh my god! It's, it was like hostile for me. I was like, yeah. That scene was there. That's that was DC probably was like 
well, we can't ugly her up, but we're going to give her, like, she's going to do something fucked up. Dude, that gas scene is intense. That first, when I was watching that, I was like, Jesus Christ. I watch, I watch a large number of really brutal horror movies. That is right. That belongs in one of those. Did he? That was good. What happened at the end of that scene, though? Did she, like, was he sent through some sort of grate in the flooring or did he fall out I, of the mess? I would have to watch it again. Uh, basically, the, the gas isn't strong enough. It's close, but right. it's close, but no cigar. And the dude's like what? suffering, but he's not dying. Uh, so she's like, fuck, I wanted this to kill him. So I think she just disposes of the subject, like gotcha. down through a chute in the floor or something like that. That's what I thought. But can we, go, can we go back to Gal Gadot interacting with Man's World for the first time? Because oh you're right. It's so funny. It's, it's like, that's a little bit of charming, like introduction that you really want to see and, and need. Mm. And you know what's kind of weird is you like a lot of the time I'm like I, I just keep referring to her as Gal Gadot but mm-hmm. watching Gal Gadot interact with Man's World in this way even that <laughs> that is fun because yeah. she's not punching somebody she doesn't have to be strong mm-hmm. and competent she, what she has to be is like kind of confused and befuddled and I'm like yeah that's believable. <laughs> that's Gal Gadot <laughs> but like watching her with dressed in like an early night I want her fucking jacket thing the cloak Which from one? the very beginning that I have popcorn in my pocket. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, oh, the big the black giant one. black cloak thing. Mm, yeah. Looks like ermine. But um, when she, it, when she, they get her dressed in like that, the like you know she's got her hat and her glasses. Oh my god. Oh so, my god. So when she's in that the, the the final outfit, I, I love I love the scene before that, the back and forth, and like the talking with Etta. I Etta's love awesome. Etta. Yeah, Etta's really funny. I would watch a movie just about Etta. I would not. Oh, I would. I think she's hysterical. <laughs> like her and Chris Pine's character, like that would be really funny to me. Oh yeah. Um, we, we can we talk about Chris Pine real fast because you referred sure. to him as the ugliest Chris in Hollywood I or something did. like that. <laughs> But, but you've also said that he's a like he's a good actor, and you have no problem with his acting. You just don't like how he looks. I don't think he's good looking. You shallow bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm kidding. I don't think what's his name, Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Who are I, you? Je- I'm just thinking of like think, ugly actors who do Jeff- a really good job. <laughs> Jeffrey Rush is a great pull. Then, if that's what you were going for, yeah, he's okay. not necessarily good looking, but damn, is he good? Do you remember that movie we watched where he played the Marquis de Sade? That's exactly what I was that thinking. He's fucking right. Awesome. Like he's incredible, but you're like repulsed. <laughs> oh, um, but that scene—the oh. scene where she has her sword <laughs> and shield, and she's conf- like oh my God. kind of it's spooked so by funny. the spinning door. Yeah, and she's like, "No, let me do the, Let me try this alone." And she leaps into the door yeah. like she's leaping yeah. into battle that was perfect in that's that- how i feel with escalators every single time <laughs> <laughs> i can do this for myself let me do it but like in that uh, in, uh, in that go. moment when she leaps like it's it's so fucked up i wish because the rest of the movie every time she leaps it's cg because they have her like flying through the air i'm mm. sure that they mm-hmm. maybe did some wire work but when she's pregnant maybe they didn't do a bunch of wire work but in that moment, you're like... She certainly doesn't climb that wall by herself. That... No, definitely not. That really bothered you. But that that leap, I bought that. I'm like, 
this girl knows how to leap into battle because it looked like I'm leaping, you know. It was it was it was a <laughs> I had to defeat the swinging door. It was a capital. It was like once more into the breach, dear friends, like the spinning breach of death. But like that was a capital L leap and I was like, "Bravo, Gal Gadot. That was one super Wait, how funny." how did she get into the building? If she didn't come in through that door. I don't know. Good question. Maybe she did. Uh, whatever. Let's just go brush I'll over it. Gloss over oh, that. I think she. I don't think she had a problem before, but on the way because she had her sword on her back. But I think the sword fucked her up in the door. I think it got caught in the door, and she had to. Because remember, they she went in and they pulled her out, and they had like put the sword down, put the sword down. Mm-hmm. A lot of the like kind of improv bits between the two of them where mm-hmm. Chris Pine would like and Gal Gadot would like talk over each other and just sort of like well no come it, it, like that sort mm-hmm. of stuff that like stuttery like real where mm-hmm. I'm sure they just let the actors go off script to just mm-hmm. get to one the next bit mm-hmm. that was all really fun because it felt really genuine mm-hmm. there was less like posing and there was less like delivering a line there was mm-hmm. less of that you know yeah <clears throat> I liked those real moments um, I did want to say, do you want to tackle something big rather than nitpick real quick? Um, sure. Or do you have some notes you want to run through? Because um, I, I actually have something kind of big that I want to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, I have ahead. something that's still kind of on this vein about okay. like entering the world of men for the first time and, and like these things that she's seeing for the first time. Um, when they are crossing the bridge into the war zone mm-hmm. she's seeing human suffering for the first time i have the exact same note but go ahead yeah. oh my god it's just it's harrowing yeah. like seeing her reaction to it and her going oh my god what is this this is one of my moments where i give gal gadot mad props for her performance i think she does really well with this and something else that i want to talk about in just a second but go ahead keep talking about this because i have stuff i want to say too i just i love that moment where you realize this is the first time she's ever experienced anything like this before. Not because she's like a princess who's been living in a palace. It's because just this island that she lives is such a magical, perfect place. Right. And they don't have suffering of that of that kind or caliber. Even in a weird yeah, not way. even close. Um, I wrote down the the sense of genuine wonder, pleasure, mm. joy. But also the expression of genuine horror of war. Um, when she, I, I thought it was so charming. Um, but when she eats the ice cream at the train, oh, yeah. and she goes, "This is delicious," and she turns to the guy who mm-hmm. made the ice cream and says, "You should be very proud." That's charming, but at the same time, she, we all take ice cream for granted. Right. She does not because she's never had it before, right. and that childlike sense of wonder sort of like. It sort of helps. It doesn't help because it's a movie, but in that moment, it gives you an appreciation for stuff again. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what? I had a really great pizza at a restaurant like a week ago, and I should have. It, it, I I hate to do this, but there was a a Facebook video that my fucking brother sent me of a guy at a I think it was a McDonald's, but it was mm-hmm. like a a burger joint of some sort, mm-hmm. and the guy takes a bite of a burger, and he gets up. And he's carrying his burger and he walks over to the counter and you're like, fuck, here we mm-hmm. go. And he goes, hey, who made this burger? And everyone ignores him because he's a guy shouting in a restaurant and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's going to make oh, a scene. No. He's like, 
Mm-hmm. He's like, I know you guys hear me. Who made this burger? Who made it? And the guy, you know, the cashier turns around. He's like, who, who, who made the burger? And they're like, it was, uh, it was Carl. And he goes, Carl. And he's like, he looks back and he, yeah, Carl. <laughs> this is the first name that's always on my lips now. But he's like, Carl, Carl, you're killing it, man. This burger's amazing. And he walks back to his chair and you're like, yeah, you know what? I've often had that experience where you're like, you get food and you're like, wow, this is really good. But you never take that moment to be like, who made this? You should be proud. This is, a, you've mm-hmm. delivered a like genuine pleasure. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, that like, you should be so proud of yourself. And Chris Pine has, he shares our moment where he's yes. like, he turns and he's like, you sh- yeah, man, you should, he's, he's like, yeah, you should, you should be proud. And he, they walk on. <laughs> but then... You're right. There's like a litany of suffering where she's like, why are they beating those horses? And she she goes mm-hmm. to help. And this is wrong. She's like, that's not how to do it. She's right. like, I can help. And they're like, no, no, no. We got to keep going. So she and then. Yes. Forcing her through it. She has, just like, has to endure it because she's has other things to do. Right. And I, I, I love. And then it's that man is wounded. We're like, no, no, it's too late for him to keep moving. And then it's like, oh, but these children are starving. Oh, but these they these people have no and she's seeing all of the horror of war and i wrote down uh, war is so often now i when i say this i mean in our media i mean in our war movies in our movies that take place during times of war i said war is so often just glossed as this is the way that war is so when you see people in a panic whipping horses or when you see a man laying on the side of the road uh, like Hacksaw Ridge, when you see a guy, you know, like and his guts are hanging out and he's missing a leg and he's trying to hold the pieces in and he's like, oh, God, oh, mm-hmm. God. <clears throat> when you're watching a war movie, you're like, no, oh, look at that. The horrors of war. This is what war is. Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot's never seen war before. Right. It's her reaction should be our reaction that's what fucked me up so much that's a great scene and gal gadot does a great job there and her also going this isn't what i thought it was gonna be right you know like she has had the stories of like valor passed down to her but she hasn't actually experienced this she's only trained it's a different kind of war too it it is yeah so I think that that like visceral, visceral is a good word for yeah. it. But I also like the, 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 the freshness of it. But mm-hmm. not not freshness like oh what a fresh take on war. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like getting to see something horrible through the eyes of a child in a weird way. Yes. And if you'll permit me to just do my best, because I'm really re- I'm trying to put it together in my head, and I can't quite get there. But like. When you're young and you see something super bad, it haunts you until you see it again. And then you're like, mm, and your brain starts to tell you, like, this is normal. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, the the 10th time, like, think about this. How many, how many people have been, sh- how many unarmed human beings have been shot by cops in, like, the last three years? Particularly unarmed black men. The first time this happened... We were all like, holy shit. Second time, we we're like, holy shit. And then there's a bunch in the middle that kind of are harder mm-hmm. to grasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because eventually, if you just keep showing somebody something horrible, and I know this because I watch so many horror movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, look at that. Someone got their head chainsawed off. You know, whatever. Like, you get callous. You do. Mm-hmm. It, it forms like a callous on your soul in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And 
for one moment, this dopey little superhero movie that we watched tonight, mm-hmm. think about how many wars we're engaged in right now. We're at war right now in several different countries. Like, this is happening all over the world. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It isn't just the way that war is. The way that war is is fucking bad. And human suffering is not just like, oh, man, that's rough, but that's how it is. That's That should never be how it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's her reaction. I love yeah. she, she gets hit with all of these things, and they're like, no, it's fine. Keep moving. No, it's fine. Keep moving. Until finally in that trench, that woman's like, please help me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, it's fine. We got to keep moving. And she's like, no, everyone hold the fucking phone. (laughs) It's not fine. Look around. What is wrong with you people? Mm -hmm. None of this is fine. And I'm going to go do something about it. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, no, you don't understand. This is just the way that it is. This is war. This is the horror of war. And she's like, no, fuck you all. We're going to go deal with this. And she does. And I love that. Go ahead. Um, She's also an innocent in a way mm. before this point. So you're also watching the loss of innocence as she's exposed to all these different things. Yeah, she definitely. And, and by the end, she says she doesn't want to save the world anymore. And I think that that is kind of telling a lot of her idealism has kind of been mm. in a weird way, like burned out of her by her experiences. Mm-hmm. But, but part of what makes her strong in the beginning her first introduction to man's world is that idealism Mm -hmm. that's she i'm a huge sucker for someone who's willing to take a risk to help others it's that same principle thing it's the the same reason i love jean Jean luc picard especially we watched an episode of uh, uh, star trek the next generation last night where jean luc picard puts his career on the line to protect data's right to have basically to have a quote-unquote child yeah the admiral tells him he's like you know your career's on the line jean luc and he's like there's a point where good men i can't remember what he says he's like there's a point where a man a, a man of principle cannot follow in or can't can't abandon his principles in order to follow an order or something mm-hmm. like that where he's basically just like the man I am. He has to follow his con- conscience. Yeah, he's like, yeah. The, he's like, if it costs me everything, the man I am will not allow me to step aside. Mm-hmm. And that's what there's a there's. I am a, such a soft spot for those scenes. They just <laughs> ri- they just get me in my heart. And when Gal Gadot goes running across that in her little wedges. <laughs> but when she goes running across no man's land and she's blocking bullets, and Chris Pine and his merry band. They're like, okay, let's go. And they run. And you see that moment where all the soldiers in the, the English trenches are like, they're, they're looking at what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you, when we first meet them, they're all like huddled. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're just casually like covering their heads from the dirt of mortar attacks and stuff. And when they see this like weird ragtag group. They fucking have trench foot. Yeah, and they're all like just bummed out, you know, and they're just hanging out, and they're like, "This I'd be is bummed out if I trench foot this too." Is, this is the way war is. We just sit here in like mortar dirt. But when they see like people, this woman running across the trenches to stand up for, to try and right a wrong, they're like, "Can she's?" It, there's part of part of it. I think is like, "Can can we actually make a difference?" We're not just meat in a grinder we're not just pawns oh we can do this and there's a bit where they're like they you can see them getting riled up and they're like this this could be it guys like Mm -hmm. you know what she's making a stand let's Mm -hmm. make a stand let's not be shitty there's a great 
there's a great quote. I read it in a, um, I think his name is William, uh, William James is a philosopher and he quotes an old Greek famous, like Greek, Greek or Roman saying where some people get back from this glorious battle and they're celebrating and there's a warrior who didn't go. He was just like, oh, it's a suicide mission. And he's like, comes in to celebrate and they're all super brutal with him. But I like the quote, basically one of the men who fought in the battle turns to this famous warrior and goes, essentially, he goes, go hang yourself. You weren't there. And they turn Mm -hmm. back and revel without him. Mm -hmm. I love that all those guys get up and, and go. They, mm-hmm. they're like they're like guys let's she galvanizes these yeah. men who had basically become hopeless like these gray like ghost men she like reinvigorated them and gave them purpose in life and I just loved that um and that is actually a good segue to the big thing I wanted to talk about okay I she does that even though and perhaps because Chris Pine told her not to <laughs> Yeah. Chris Pine told her, stay here behind the rock. And she wanders out from behind the rock when they're on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, that gets someone killed because she's a terrible fighter, apparently. But I kind of, I, I love how often in this movie, um, I wrote down, I wrote down part of what makes this movie good in the spots where it's good. And, and it does have strengths and I think it, it does well in several places. Part of what makes this movie good is that where you expect certain beats and turns and regular rhythms of film, if you watch a lot of movies, you'll start to see a a through line Mm -hmm. to all of them and you can call beats and stuff like that. Where you expect certain beats and turns, the woman doesn't play by the rules. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman actually has agency and that forces other characters to change the way they play this game. And I, did, I just wrote down this game, but I guess you could also say change the way they live or change the way that they function in the story. But, you know, in any other movie, Chris Pine goes into the war room and he says, you wait here. And what happens 99 mm. times out of 100 mm. is the woman waits in the hall and we have a scene in the war room where Chris Pine passionately argues his point And then he comes out into the hall and the woman goes, what happened? And he goes, they wouldn't listen to me. And she goes, no, but you have to take me. And he goes, we're going anyway, right? That's Mm -hmm. how that plays out. Yeah. But Gal Gadot walks in to the fucking room and they stop. And they're like, "Uh, what's this woman doing here? And he drags her out and she walks right fucking back in. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So there's, okay, there's another scene later. I love this. This is great. There's another scene later where he gives the the people the book. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hmm. There's a, there's, we, we can't decipher these languages uh, and you know, I wish we could know which two they are. And she goes, well, it's Sumerian and Occidental or whatever she says. Ancient Greek or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, who is this woman? Ha ha. Get her out of here. There's another movie where Chris Pine goes, come on, let's go get out of here. And then they're like, well, we'll never dissolve the book. And he steals it. And he's like, Tell, you said you could read this. Tell me what you see. And right. they go read it in the hall or in like his mm-hmm. house. And she's, <clears throat> she deciphers it. And he decides what to use with the information. But instead, she goes, no, I can. How about I just read this for you? And mm-hmm. as someone, some other guy's like, give her a chance. And they give her the book. Mm-hmm. And then they give her the information and she finds out that the generals are all human generals, not the awesome idealized Amazon generals. And they're like, you know, like, oh, we're not going to do anything about it. There's another movie where Chris Pine takes her out and the same thing happens where they're like, OK, we're going to um, we're going to go anyway. Mm-hmm. But instead she wh- gives them a tongue lashing. Holy shit. 
there's a movie where where they just slink out quietly, but instead Wonder Woman she has agency in this because film. Because she's Wonder Woman. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. there are other movies like this. Like Atomic Blonde does this much more subtly, but I think a bold statement like this. This the way that she behaves you expect beats like I'm I'm I was just rewriting Wonder Woman in my head for you mm-hmm. how I felt in the moment when I'm watching it I thought I knew it was going to happen mm-hmm. but instead she's like you should be ashamed you are fucking cowards generals don't behave this way men shouldn't behave this way right. what is wrong with you and yeah that's amazing I, and watching this it made sense to me that that's exactly what she did because really she's a princess Mm-hmm. of a country, I guess, a society. She's a princess, and this is what she does. She's a leader. She doesn't play second fiddle to anybody except her mom. Right. Yeah, and she doesn't even listen to her fucking mother. Well, I think part of I think part of what this is too is you you mentioned she's an innocent earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's that's like she's a, she hasn't been exposed to this She doesn't world. know decorum. Well, she also doesn't I, this is this is it makes me sick to say it but she doesn't she doesn't I'm and I'm also saying this I'll explain it in a second it's gonna sound super bad when I say it for the first time but she doesn't know culturally that mm. she's supposed to be a second-class citizen right I don't mean that she I don't mean that women are second-class citizens but you get what I'm saying right? I understand exactly okay. all right cool so she hasn't been culturally conditioned yet to, because she's not part of all, our culture, she's a mm-hmm. part of a culture of equals. Yes. So she's not. She doesn't realize yet that in this well, world, well, actually, in fact, that women are superior to men. Right. Correct. So, like, but she, what she doesn't, she doesn't have that thing where she just kowtows when a guy's like, "Now stay here." She's not like, "Oh, okay." She's like, right. "Um, no, I don't think so." Yeah. Uh, nah. Thanks for the advice. I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's. I can see. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I can see why feminists love this movie and why mm-hmm. this movie is hailed as a feminist triumph. Not just because it has a strong female lead. There's a fucking load of movies that have a strong female lead. Mm. Structurally, and I do a film appreciation podcast, which is We've why we talked I, about it. I know it's why I dig so goddamn deep. But structurally, the f- the female lead of this movie has s- not just a female lead with agency, but she has so much agency. That she disrupts the beats of story. Mm-hmm. She's she changes the way that that the story's told because she literally acts independently of other characters. Whereas in almost every other movie that has women in it at all, made in the last hundred years, <laughs> I know it's sick to say, but right, I'm not uh, wrong. Yeah, you know, like how many times you've been like, just go back to my place and wait for me there. What does the woman do every time? She goes back. She and goes wait. back to your place and waits for you. <laughs> not, but not Wonder Woman. And I think it's cool that Chris Pine recognizes it at one point, where she's mm-hmm. like, "He's like, don't go in there. Do not go in there. Don't go in there." And then everyone turns around and where is she? She's, she's in there. She's off stealing it because what's he? What did he do to get in? He stole a costume. So she's like, "Oh, so that's how I get in there." Okay. Mm-hmm. So she goes and fucking does right. it. And then when he's like. Here's the maybe the best example I can think of. She confronts Ares, uh, not Ares, fake Ares. She confronts right. f- she confronts fake Ares, and she's like gonna go kill him. And Chris Pine's like, you cannot do this. 
I cannot let you do this. And she literally says, like, my actions are not yours to decide or whatever. And she shoves Chris Pine, like, brutally out of the way. And she goes and tries to do it. She, I mean, she fails. But, like, he's that is the ultimate moment where he is exerting all of his, like, male action hero lead gravitas. Where he, the, any mm-hmm. other movie ever made that much grabbing her hand like you gotta listen to me right now I'm telling you I'm fucking telling you baby if you do this we're all gonna die any other movie baby any other movie she's like even if she's a like a sassy strong female lead she goes alright fine Mm -hmm. because he has just exerted the full extent that you can as a male action hero lead like you you can't do this if you can never talk to me again. If you if you have to slap me, slap me. But you cannot kill this man. Fine. Okay, fine. No. She's like, uh, how about fuck you? And shoves him out of the way. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And then when she walks into the gas attack and comes back out and he's like, you can't. Please don't. You can't. She's like, I'm going to. He goes, okay, then go to the smoke because that's where the guy is. He mm-hmm. realizes her agency and right. accepts it and goes with it. That's and cool. And gets out of the way. That's fucking cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really, really good. Um, I was so delighted and then so let down <laughs> by the end of this movie. <sighs> um, yeah. Like, it got really, like, video gamey and action movie. Or in a, yeah. like, um, yeah. It just got, it, it got, tra- you called it Transformery at one point. That's a Yeah, good... he looked like a Transformer. Well, I just mean the feel of those movies, though. Oh, that kind of generally just like I don't know. I got weird like confusing transformery like Gundam vibes from his like (laughs) I'm not really sure. Yeah, his like costume metal throwing thing. Wonder Woman, I will fight you now (laughs) for the honor of our people. I will fight you now, Wonder Woman. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I wrote down. (laughs) I'm so fucking mad that they did this, and I I feel this feels like a studio note to me, and I hate that they I hate that they threw this in there. I loved when that bomb, he, he when uh, Ares throws all the grenades mm-hmm. and she like whips a, another bomb and all the bombs go off and she can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And he picks her up and he gives his whole goodbye speech to her and she can't hear a single word of it because mm-hmm. she's deaf, mm-hmm. right? He, he does this big speech, gives her the watch, gets on the plane, flies away. Have, that is amazing that is so genius the because it's a trope of every of every film of this type is the big goodbye speech i mean they still put it in there that sucked so goddamn hard that i almost yeah. like stopped the movie oh i have oh i have notes i have well, so many fucking notes that i want to defend oh. i think i think i pray I pray it was a studio note where like I think in the original cut she couldn't hear speech mm-hmm. and that was just it that mm-hmm. was just it because the real world is fucking brutal and sometimes you don't hear the noble speech or whatever right and I'm sure like a studio exec was like well you know the audience is gonna want to hear that speech why don't we just do a little flashback where she can magically because mm-hmm. it's such bullshit that she can she thinks real hard with her magic brain <laughs> or whatever the fuck <laughs> And now I can, oh, even though I was physically deaf, 
Like maybe I wasn't so deaf that I can't hear his voice or maybe I'm imagining it. Just fuck you. Fuck all of you. Cut that scene out of the movie. If you left that out, this movie for me would be like three out of four stars. With that scene back in, it's like 1.5. You fucked that ending up so hard. That was genius. And Chris Pine telling her he loves her. Why? Oh my God. Why? That's not. Oh my fucking God. That's not. So mad. The, that's not the nature of the relationship. I just okay. want things to blow up. Okay, imagine that scene's not there. Imagine that scene's not there. It's so much better. Well, isn't that awesome? Like, yeah. whatever he said to her, it's not about what he said to her. Mm-hmm. He puts the watch in her hands. Come on. Yeah. Come Boop, on. That's it. That is so I'm good. Just, like, they, oh, they I just it. hate that whenever there's a relationship like this, wherever there's a lead male and a lead female, there always has to be a romantic relationship between them. And that has to be some sort of driving force towards whatever yeah um, i mean that's the, what oh god i There's mean like the last what's her last line oh i realize now that only love can truly <sighs> save the world i was like fucking cash me out get out of here how many are you, oh what are my you god. return of the kinging me just end this piece of shit i was so mad why are you they doing this to us you know i i don't even really i don't even care that they fucked just don't give me the i love you it doesn't line at the end you because can, it's not true. Well, you can you can fuck and not fall in love, and there are ex- yeah. there are extreme emotions in times of war. So may it's conceivable that he was like in some sort of crazy deep infatuation and thought maybe he loved her, but I don't need to know that, and it's out of character for him to say it. Yeah. He even makes jokes about what, I don't understand why people get married, and don't tell yeah. me it's his character arc, and now he's yeah. understanding the nature no. of love. Bullshit. Mm-mm. No way. Give me the speech that he, she can't hear, gets the watch, and he dies tragically. Chris Pine, by the way, that moment when he's going to shoot the most deadly gas and explosions mm-hmm. in the world, that acting was killer, too. He's trying to get himself. He's trying so hard to get himself under control and steal himself mm-hmm. up to pull that trigger. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I... He's like doing breathing exercises. <laughs> I got feels. I got feels when that plane exploded. And usually mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, we're, he's going to die. Here goes our main character. Or, or is he... But watching him... Watching that scene him was good. Yeah, it's 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 the it's what's going on in his face because he doesn't just like look back and like give a roguish grin and right. fucking blow the plane right. up. He's like he's like I'm gonna he's die. He's a human. He's a human being. who's he realizes I can save so many people, but at the same time he doesn't want to die. That wrestling with mortality and yeah, you get one go round. He's like I the please fear. don't. He's like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Oh my god, I don't want to do this. You can and see you him. don't want him to do it. You can see him like all right, okay, okay, come on. Come on. You can see him like... And you can see him like sweating. Oh my God. That... And, and the trembling. Like you can just... You can feel it. Like if you were in I that position. I think what we keep discovering is that Chris Pine is a really good actor. I never said that I know, he was I know. not a good actor. I just think he's, he's not, not the best looking Chris not, in Hollywood. He's not, well, yeah, Chris Hemsworth. But how's anyone going to be... Chris Evans. You think Chris Evans is better looking than Chris Hemsworth? Come on. I might have to do a Thor. Batman Superman three-way and find out. Okay, so let's say uh, <laughs> Thor and Captain America are tag team in Black Widow. Okay. <laughs> Did Black Widow just become the number one spot? <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's pretty pretty mm. fun. We really shouldn't. Anyway, um, yeah that that was that was great. Um, I don't know. I was just I was just really upset that they. At the, they had, they had a lot of 
they had there was a lot of balls in the air, right? <laughs> there, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm getting slap happy. I'm sh- so sorry. I know it's getting late and we're almost done actually, but th- they had like this, this like cat's cradle of, of like plot threads and character mm-hmm, development. Mm-hmm, there was a lot mm-hmm. of balls in the air and they could have landed anywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a perfect movie. It wasn't even a great movie, but this could have been a really good movie. Like this could have been like, like could have been way better. Yeah. This could have been like middle mid. I could even maybe have forgiven the Gal Gadot stuff if they'd landed it properly. You know what I mean? Cause like she gained weight for this film. Jesus. But what I'm talking about specifically is the love crap that you were talking about where he, where he <sighs> makes te- me want to puke. But just think about it. Like if Chris Pine hadn't told her that he loved her, if we hadn't heard that goodbye speech, that's mm-hmm. like an art house film move. Like, yeah. goodbye. that's awesome. Yeah. Hadn't heard that goodbye speech. Cut down the bullshit CG and give me like the final fight scene of Iron Man. It's so minimalist, but it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't need all this. Like it. What did I say? Uh, uh, um, it's like the Zack Snyder Superman effect. Where they're like throwing each other through like giant yeah, buildings yeah. and devastatingly huge blocks. explosions. Yeah. What makes the Marvel movies so cool is there's big fight scenes, but they're not like cosmic in scale. And when they do do a cosmic scale fight, like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. like Doctor Strange, there's not this the massive st- like Superman. <laughs> the fucking Superman movie was like watching a mass extinction event when he's fighting yeah. Zod. They kill like six cities worth of people. It's like yeah. ultimate mass murder. You're like, what am I watching? I, is he even a hero anymore? Right. He just right. wiped like, Metropolis. Right. Like everyone's so dead. much property damage. Who is he saving? He just killed everyone <laughs> in the city. <laughs> I didn't need that scale. Give me like a badass boss fight. And you know what? Why don't we fuck Gal Gadot up a little bit? Like, mm-hmm. show me a boss fight yeah, where she's got like blood on her face. Did she get any injuries? No, in no. That? Well, yeah, she got shot in the arm and it healed in thirty-five seconds. I mean, during the fight with Ares, did no. she sustain Nary any a energy? One. Well, she went deaf, and there was an awesome movie oh, no. scene that was later wrecked for no fucking reason. <laughs> okay, move on. I know. I'm sorry. Um, in that fight scene, there was a bit that I uh, there was a moment that I wanted to talk about, which is the one nod in this movie to the weird bdsm bondagey origins of wonder woman do you know about this yeah no i just don't know what's what nod you're when talking he about wraps her up in the metal yeah she's literally she's like, she's like in a she's like in a crushed mm-hmm. she's she's t- like mummified essentially mm-hmm. like like in a weird bondagey way mm-hmm. she's wrapped up in like this metal chain link stuff and it's slowly tightening. oh i thought it was like metal plate it is but it it it, it makes like a like a chain kind of like wrapped yes. around her because yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's metal plates yeah. interlinked with I, each other okay so it's like wrapped her up and it's crushing her a little slowly. bit and closing her and she's it's she's literally for the only time in the movie this is a big thing. If for those of you who don't know, I'll tell you in just a second. But let me get through the scene. She's like helpless. Mm-hmm. Her arms are at her sides. Her legs are flat. She's helpless. She's squirming and wriggling to get mm-hmm. free. And that's I. At the same time, it's when Chris Pine dies. And that's like the. By the way, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman, uh, spoilers. We talked about the whole movie. This is a bit late for a spoiler I warning. Would yeah yeah. But uh, so 
in that, you know, like she's, she's helpless and she can't break free and, oh, she can't break free. That moment, watching it, knowing the the history of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I think that's an intentional nod and I liked it because mm-hmm. it was just subtle enough mm-hmm. that it was there for those who wanted mm-hmm. to see it or knew mm-hmm. to look for it. Yeah. But for anyone else, it's just like, oh, our hero's momentarily down. But there's a definite like damsel moment where she's, she's way more helpless than she's ever been. She's mm-hmm. kind of like squirming around. It's definitely bondage. Subby. Yeah. Well, not subby, but it's it's bondagey in the way that the comics were. Okay, so in the original Wonder Woman comics, for those of you who don't know, like the I mean, doesn't everybody know because of Professor Marston and the ones Wonder Woman? Well, think about how hard it was for us to track that movie down. I think I don't think a lot of people have seen that oh. movie. Oh. But um, we haven't even watched it yet. We haven't, but we are so going yes. to. We should watch that movie like next. Yes, and do a back to back review of it. Um, but I'm not even talking about that movie because, uh, as I understand it, the movie's like really open about it. But if mm-hmm. you haven't read the comics, if you haven't read the comics, there's like the original, the original comics, Silver Age comics, Golden Age, Golden Age, yeah, old school. Wonder I thought Woman. it was Silver Age first and then Golden Age. Golden no, Age is Golden the Age oldest, first? yeah. That's okay. the original comic book. Okay. Heroes. Um, I'm actually not sure. Silver Age is like, I think starts in the 60s or 70s and Wonder Woman predates it, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. But anyway, um, in the truly original Wonder Woman comics, the, the OG series, um, there's pretty much a moment in every single comic where Wonder Woman gets tied up with her own lasso or some Amazons are dragged around in shackles and chains, but usually Wonder Woman gets Mm -hmm. bound and has to escape or is bound and is at the mercy of a man or the mercy of a woman occasionally, but usually it's at the mercy of a man. She's tied to a chair or she's bound up in her lasso. Mm -hmm. And this is not just, this is not just a superhero gets tied up by the bad guy thing. They are, she is in very, very intricate poses which the movie professor marston and the wonder woman shows how they got those poses which is he was way into bondage <laughs> but anyway like what wonder woman is like all trussed up and she's got a gag in her mouth like it's it's kind of smutty like some there's definite right. like smut bdsm smut elements to early wonder woman and that's what made it so controversial but i liked that little nod here mm-hmm. um and it's also a, a crushing down of women's power yeah slash like power exchange mm-hmm. and then they were gaining the sub regaining their power that sort of thing yeah um do yes you, with that note do you have anything else for this movie i have lots of other things oh okay <laughs> they're mostly just like little one line type things do you want to we want to blast through some one line just uh, I, I have nothing else for this movie i loved the um, line oh, I is do this have what like, people do when there are no wars to fight I loved that line. Yes. I thought that was great because it it made me wonder like what would our world be like. And there's a lot. There's a couple moments like that. So uh, I have just more complaints about the um, the fight with Ares. Okay. I don't understand what his powers are. Like they're not very well defined. No. Like when they first started, they're first starting this fight. Like I don't understand like where these are coming from it's not what i think of when i would think of like god of war I'm like i don't think of levitation telekinesis uh weather powers or like electricity i didn't understand what his powers were but then when um he, they like hit on fire mm-hmm. i was like oh 
this makes sense. Because God of War. God of War, fire, totally makes sense. Oh, wow, wait. And then there's the Chris Pine fire speech, too, earlier on, where he's associating fire with entropy. Like a living entropy. Look at you. Thank you. Um, And I just have to say, I fucking hate hero fights in movies. They're generally the worst thing ever. I think it's a rare occasion that they are well done. Do you mean a boss fight? Is that what you're saying? Like the big fight, the big final. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just think that there's generally too much going on. It's very chaotic Mm. and it's hard to keep up. There's always too much like, um, weird choreography and lots of CG and like debris and fire, whatever the exploding things, whatever, like flying around. And then there's like really weird unnecessary camera work going on like they're fucking spinning the camera around on their finger or something i'm not even <laughs> fucking sure what they're doing they throw it on the ground and let it roll around i don't know it's just it's just the worst i wish you at home could have seen bird's hand motion for spinning it around on their finger you know like when you spin your keys yeah, but it's um, but it's a camera, camera. Um, you just see the, the DP's face flipping by every once in a while. <laughs> they just ended like, it yeah, This is going to be amazing. They green screen them. <laughs> um, no, uh, you're right. But I think there's a couple good examples. I think part of why they move the camera is to help hide, uh, like hide CG or it, you know where it comes from is Firefly, the TV show. You remember? I don't know if you remember this, but in fire, this is the pretty much the Joss Whedon's Fireflies. I think the first time that this really became popular, which is to when like uh, they'd show like um, the the firefly, you know, flying into orbit Mm -hmm. or whatever, and the camera would like go out of focus and zoom in on CG. Yeah. So it's it's literally CG, but they're faking camera work Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. make it seem more real Mm -hmm. because oh, your brain Mm -hmm. tricks you. It's like, oh, how could they move the camera if it wasn't real? So your brain goes with it. And by the way, Firefly, the use of it in Firefly, primo. Um, But there's a really good boss fight I can think of. Dark Knight Rises, Bane versus Batman, end of that movie. Tom Hardy and Christian Bale fucking duking it out in the streets of Gotham. That was a great final villain fight. Okay, but they're not super powered. I mean, Bane has like super strength. Okay, yeah. And like Batman has gadgets and stuff. And like, I mean, he's a really physically fit human, but it's not like superpowers and flying and like going through buildings and like crazy shit. It's like once you get people super powered, everything just fucking do you know who freaks out do you know who dc boss fights are shitty but do you know who does quote-unquote boss fights super powered boss fights really well marvel think about it guardians of the galaxy they're fighting a god and what is the actual boss fight it's not like crazy we're fucking going all over it's he picks up star lord picks up the gem Mm -hmm. and then they hold hands and yeah. the whole what makes that they don't even throw a punch. No one is fighting, but that what what wins the day is them unifying together right. and becoming a team. The fight is like an internal struggle. Mm-hmm. So that's a boss fight, right? But it's 
it's character building and that score and dude that that gets me when they're like mm-hmm. we might di- i'm gonna die but they all they're all mm-hmm. gonna oh god that dr strange his big boss fight he basically uses trickery mm-hmm. where that monster keeps killing him over and over again but because he introduced the element of time he can yes. just keep coming back so he's not like flying around and they're not like shaking the camera and mm-hmm. twirling it on their finger <laughs> it's just and Doctor Strange doesn't even throw a punch. He doesn't use his witchy magic powers. He just outsmarts his opponent yeah. in a really clever and kind of funny way. Mm-hmm. Marvel does boss fights really well. It's it's. I think it's possible. I to think do I it. would have to say that um, the Avengers boss fights not that great. Whoa! What? No. So I had a mouthful of rum when you said that, and I almost died. <laughs> Yeah, he might want to drink the rest of the glass. You didn't like the uh, the Hulk climbing up buildings and fucking smashing Loki around? And I guess I'm thinking like Age of Ultron, where like huge chunks of the ground are flying up into the sky and all the little monster things are like running around and everybody's like standing back to back and like shooting things and stuff's flying and the camera's freaking out. I don't know. No, it's I, like I agree. Age of like, Ultron did um, get a little bit a, a touch too much, but you know what? I know I'm not even gonna take anything away from that movie. I loved Age of Ultron. I thought that was good. It's like the finale at the end of fireworks. I fucking hate it. Right, there's too much going on. Right, it's just it's all like a uh, big hot mess together. But the fireworks individually great or like a couple at a time great it's just yeah i think it's just too much i think they need to simplify things to sort of touch more fucking practicals for god's sake more practicals that's always more practical we have obviously we're not a movie review show but like john wick is almost all practicals and when you see john wick and actually you actually you did watch a movie that is going to be on measuring flicks with me it's called drive angry stars nicholas cage but you've seen some of John Wick, and the difference between that movie, John Wick, and Drive Angry is Drive Angry is mostly CG and like weird camera effects and bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's super fun though. You listen to the review, <laughs> but um, on Measuring Flex, but um, you gotta keep fucking plugging your other podcast on our podcast. No, I'm not. Bitch, I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm, I'm branding. I'm, I'm building a brand. Up. Well, and then I can, um, over on that one, I always reference Chapman and Robin, especially now I'm going to, because no, we're, you don't. Cause now we're reviewing films on this one too. Oh God. But, uh, John Wick is all practical. It's all, it's, that movie's literally almost entirely practicals. And the best part of it is Keanu Reeves did like almost all of his own stunts. Right. Right. So like, that's why that movie is so goddamn good. And when then, when you have like 26 stunt doubles and most of them are just computer people. Like, the movie just doesn't hold up. I don't want to watch a video game. I want to watch Keanu Reeves, who trained for eight months to be able to quick reload an AR-15, man. Show me that shit, you know? Um, anywho. You want to do a quick rundown of my Yeah, hit your notes. Just notes. blast those bad jam- um, jamajamas jam- all okay, up. Okay, so... Read read what you wrote down oh, at the top. Cause Wonder you were, Woman. You were going to post that on Instagram, and I think it's hilarious. Wonder Woman starring a pretty stick... And the least good-looking Hollywood Chris. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she just it's a, it's that's literally how she mine just says Wonder Woman and then it starts my notes start she wrote down like a subtitle to it it's super offensive to its main stars I loved that I thought that was hilarious um, yeah sorry go ahead do your, your notes so notes. at the very beginning of the film blah 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 we're introduced to Diana mm-hmm. um, so why the fuck this is supposed to be modern day or maybe even in the future it looks kind of futury to well, me in a world with wayne tech maybe true true um it doesn't look like she has aged at fucking all well, she's a god that's canonical no go ahead since the 1930s yeah but she was a child that's true she aged from super adorable i have a note here little diana is adorable super she cute little is. imp but i think this. I think that part of what's important is the Diana, the seeing Diana as a child. We have no frame of reference for how long it took her to get from child to adult person. It could have been a span of hundreds of years. So, oh, not not even 1930s, 1900s. No, that's what I'm saying is like Diana, when Diana was a child, that could have been like the year 1000. I'm just saying it's ridiculous. Like, well, yeah, no aging. That is whatsoever. true to the comics, though. That's absolutely true and to the comics because when we see Wonder Woman in Frank Miller's um, uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns, or no, Dark Knight Strikes Again, Superman is old, but Wonder Woman looks exactly the same. She's a god. She's an immortal. She doesn't age or die. Is she a god or is she a demigod? Either way. And how does aging work for them? I don't know, but either way, canonically, mm. she looks she looks like Wonder Woman and Superman's like old and gray. And Wonder Woman has not aged. And even Superman okay. ages slowly because remember, Bruce Wayne is almost dead. <laughs> like in that yeah. in that book, he's like fucking old and frail. So I guess that ties in really well to this other note here where I'm asking um, about Hippolyta. Um, I thought there was a version of... Um, Wonder Woman, where Ares is her father. Am I wrong there? No, or actually. Like, okay, I th- I yeah, I thought you, so. I think you might be right. I, it's I, either Ares or a like a demon or something, right? I thought. Uh, I thought it was no, Ares. Mystique. No, uh, I thought it was Ares and maybe. Hippolyta. Maybe that that know. is ringing a distant bell. I'm my, I'm not super up on that particular comics. And thing. if all of the gods are dead, I know Nightcrawler is the son of Mystique and Azazel. Azazel, yes, I think I'm mixing two. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but if they say all of the gods are dead except for Ares, right? What the fuck is Hippolyta and or Diana? So the prequel to this movie doing? is God's Not Dead. Uh, just a little confused. So wait, so Hippolyta is not a god, though. But in some stories, she is. Interesting. Okay. she's. I know she's like a mythological figure. So or she's at least a demigod. Demigod of some sort. Yeah. I think that what he, what the movie means to say, and they're just using the wrong There's language, no is gods. Olympians. The Olympians are that group okay. of gods. Zeus, Ares. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So I think all the Olympians They could have fucking dead. said that. And we would have gotten it. Well, America. Oh my God, I hate you. Um, what? Okay, okay. Yeah. Qu- question: Where exactly is Themyscira supposed to be? They're they're referencing Greek gods. 
Is it offshore of Greece somewhere? They weren't um, too far from... What fucking accent were they supposed to be speaking at the time? I thought... I, I always thought it was, like, Greece. And I thought that that made sense, that Diana was dark-haired. Because she was Greek. But... Well, Magical where, Greek. where did Chris Pine fly in from? Germany? So they must be close to Germany. Ish. They have to be somewhere near oh, Germany. Oh, no, no, no. He was in... Um, Bolivia? Maybe, because he's... Somewhere... Because he's in a Middle plane. Eastern-y. That plane has... Morocco? Could be. But that, that plane has, like, not enough fuel to fly from, you know, Germany mm-hmm. all the way down to, you know, wherever mm-hmm. the is supposed to be. Well, I assume he was trying to fly back to England from wherever he was. Interesting. So I'm not entirely sure. You could probably figure out, based on where he was and where he was probably headed, mm. figure out where Themyscira is. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that. Um, I I liked, I loved, I loved the costumes in this movie. I loved the settings. I what? I just realized something. I have been giving this movie a little bit of shit because it's a paradise that's you know hidden by a cloak, and they have like vibranium type weapons. But this movie predates Black Panther, so Wonder Woman did not steal these things from Black Panther. Neither movie probably stole them from either. But it's just a comic book trope. I know, but credit where credits due. This movie did do it first. I was sitting here and I was like, oh yeah, wait a minute. They stole shit. I was like, that's bullshit. We just watched this Wonder Woman movie, and they took so much stuff from Black Panther. But that's not true. (laughs) at all <laughs> idiot max um, so go ahead sorry yeah you love um, the the costumes really i love good. the costumes i love the sets um but on themiscura themiscura i was a little surprised at how like ornate all of the women's hair shit was like come on you guys have time to just fucking like i mean i guess they do if all they do is fight and train and age super super slowly to just sit around and braid each other's hair for hours Mm. i uh my only problem well actually about the like hair the hair thing that everyone being super pretty and ornate all the time that's a comic book art thing not like not like oh this is part of comics i think it's a problem with comics not all comics but when why, just why didn't you see any women with short hair? Well, and also it's it's, it's weird when you have a male when you have all, like a predominantly male artist pool, mm-hmm. they all draw hyper they're like sexual ideal women mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. So women are in comics even women are very rarely injured. They're very rarely like must up because must up is hard to do. But when you've drawn perfect hair twenty five thousand times, mm-hmm. you know they get up out of the rubble and they have perfect hair. Right. It's a, there's a, what's it called? You, you first introduced me to the concept. It's beautiful dead girl or pretty dead girl or. Oh yeah. I think it's called pretty dead girl. But it's a, it's in, even when you have a dead female character, they look sexy. Oh, sexy dead girl. Sexy dead girl or, um, Jay Edidin calls it like dead girl, um, like sexy dead girls in fridges because there was a, (laughs) there was a brief period of time where there were several comics where women were found stuffed dead in refrigerators and every time they opened the door like there would be a panel where there's a big reveal and somehow this corpse is stuffed in that's ostensibly stuffed dead into a refrigerator is somehow in like a a come hither pose right so even when still sexy and alluring somehow weird way because i i think that's part of the problem 
is mm-hmm. is these movies are born from a medium where women, even when they're dead, are sexualized. Right. So you know, I think, sexualized and idealized. I think that's part. It's a. It's a. This is. I don't mean to. I'm not saying this offhandedly or glibly. I think that's a literally a patriarchy problem. Yeah. And this yeah. this movie actually, to give it its credit, goes a long way to subvert that, and I love that about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gal Gadot is pretty. Yes. I just have to say that. Like, she has a really she's nice not, smile. Not pretty. When she smiles, she looks so like genuinely. And she seems really nice. I mm-hmm. just think it was a shitty move in casting. Is it, I think they could have cast somebody else. Is it mostly because of the physicality? Because I there were definite weak points in the performance. Yeah, I mean, she's a model. I know. She's not a fucking actress. Her, yeah, her performance was a little spotty for me here and there. I thought it was flat, yeah. There was, I thought she did well in certain parts, but it was not like universally great. However, I don't think the, um, I don't think Ben Affleck as Batman was very oh, amazing. Fuck him I don't so think. Hard. Who's the guy who plays Superman? What's his name? The Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was super amazing as Superman either. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't. I just don't think they're right. What's weird is I think Henry Cavill might have made a good Batman. What? Rough him, yeah. Rough him up a little bit. Like, do you remember? Do you remember how dark Superman was? Oh, the bat chin. He does have a. He's chin. He's got a chin. And the other thing is, do you remember how dark Superman was? How fucking angsty and moody mm-hmm. he gets. Now put him in Batman. That fits. You mean how angsty he was in in Superman? Superman. Oh yeah, you remember Zack Snyder's Superman? Yeah, how I think was... you were saying Batman. Yeah, but was I'm I just, just hearing. No, because I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Is putting Superman in Batman, but like gotcha, 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 gotcha. his darkness in the Superman movie, which is not where that belongs. Just have him play both parts in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but like, he, I think if you just flip flop them, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Ben Affleck could play Superman. I don't think that's a good casting. But I think Henry Cavill could play Batman and make that work. Yeah, that'd have been fucking baller. That was a weird thing for me to say. I'm really tired. All right. Are we done? No, I have <laughs> okay, more keep things. Keep going. I don't um, want to cut you off. But. I'm surprised Etta could lift the sword and shield. Like, I'm surprised there wasn't that moment of like, holy fuck, this is heavy. Because like, duh. Right. It should be heavy. And like, she's a demigod. So she has super strength. So normal people would be like, oh, this stuff so heavy. But we didn't get that moment. I was like, wharp, wharp. Oh, you want, yeah, you wanted her to be, like, surprised. At- yeah, and, like, struggle with it or, you know, fumble it a little bit. But she really mm-hmm. didn't. She was just kind of like, okay, sure, thanks for the stuff. Um, the bit where the top of the church collapses. I fucking hated it. Well, and just it's because so ridiculous and stupid. Unnecessary. Yeah. So unnecessary. Like, and only that level collapses so that we can have it the moment where the townspeople overkill. come out and cheer as one. And she Woman. emerges from the rubble perfectly fine. Yeah. Hair unmussed, no dust on her anywhere. Fluff, no scratches. Fluffling in the breeze. Um I know that Gal Gadot is like in her thirties. But there were points in this movie where I was like, she looks really, really young, like childlike. Yeah, I think almost. I think some of that is I. I'm not sure how much credit to give. Uncomfortable. I, I want to. I don't know how much credit to give because I. I don't know. I haven't watched any behind the scenes stuff. I don't know. I don't know anything about Gal Gadot personally, but I want to give some credit there to to performance because especially in the bits where she has like a childlike wonder it wasn't in those moments though okay it's it was just, just her like physical yeah looks. it was just like she was running to go do something or whatever mm. i was just like 
wow, she looks really fucking young. Yeah. I wish I had her skin. <laughs> I wish I had the products that she has and the oh, ability God. to I, I don't pay know. thousands of dollars for her laser treatments. Yeah, th- that was a big... It, it, it's weird to say because it's Wonder Woman, but I think the big... Com- the the, some of the big complaints there was a lot of complaints i had with the movie but th- some of the big ones were too pretty all the time if she'd been so pretty well she, she is wonder woman is like notoriously beautiful she has like the beauty of Af- it's the part of the like beauty her, of aphrodite yeah, it's like yes. her god one of her yeah. god gifts but if she walks into a room and she's beautiful and then she gets in a fight and she's a little like scuffed up and or she gets thrown through a building if she's dirty and fucked up and then needs to get pretty again Mm -hmm. right like you know like okay i need to at least wash my hair or like bandage the huge gash that i have on my face i'm like okay we're brush her fucking hair or like we're now behaving in a realistic way but this like beautiful all the time thing is and is kind of distracting and weird and two i really think that with a with a character who is specifically an amazon warrior a Warrior. warrior we you have to you have to have a warrior's physique you have to you cannot look like you will shatter if someone like bumps looks at you well like it's not like it's not that bad but like you know like like if you shoved her hard it looks like her her like shoulders would fly out of socket it's (laughs) she doesn't look strong she doesn't Mm -mm. it's not even like she's not built she doesn't even look strong she looks very frail and mm, fragile frail, in a lot of yeah. she looks it's mm. and uh, this is not is this body shaming are we body shaming right now yes i don't give a fuck i think it's just it's just for the character role it's like and, and you know what you can flip it here let's do the inverse really quick if if you had a super super skinny batman or if, if you, chris pine's character was really really skinny I don't think I would have had as much of a problem with it because, because he's a spy. Well, yeah, because a spy, but also because like being like a super brutal hand to hand combatant is not part. He's hasn't trained his whole life to be. You know what it is here? If all of the people in three hundred were like a hundred and twenty <laughs> pounds, <laughs> you know, like remove all the muscles from three hundred, and you tell me, like people would be like, no, why didn't they get those guys to work out? They don't right. look like warriors. Right. And then Wonder Woman comes on, and everyone's like, she's so strong and she's so beautiful and she's like pretty and she's like really pretty and beautiful and her hair looks great and i'm like no no let's do the 300 critique she doesn't look like a warrior Mm -hmm. make her look like a warrior yeah you know what i mean that's what i need that's what i need out of that yeah um i have a question for you actually so the um the drug the the um fake bad guy snaps under his nose Uh, yeah i joked that 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 is i joked that it was meth um do you know what it is? No, I'm just asking you. I, with your magical Someone, comic book knowledge. Alan Alan said something funny because he's because it it was crossing the streams, but he said, "Look, it's the precursor to Super Soldier Serum, but that's a Marvel thing." And that's I what like, I think that might have been me. Oh, was that you? And I Maybe. was like, I was like, oh yeah. And for one second, I was like, it is super. No, it's not. That's right. Captain no, America. Wait, yeah. Um, I'm wondering. Could it have been like a precursor to the Bane stuff? I don't think so. I don't know. What I just was wondering if there was something that I you think knew. That, I think that that drug is just, and you know what? Maybe there's like, we can go on some forums and stuff and some like mm, hardcore. I'm sure somebody it, knows exactly what it is. I, I'm, I, my money would be on that it is a fabrication made just for this movie. Just for the film. But sure, I think yeah. it's based on fact because the uh, German, uh, now actually, 
it might be like um, an anachronistic thing, but the German army in World War II, they were actually rationed amphetamines. The German army was given, Hitler was a huge speed fiend. Interesting. Oh yeah, they would give it to their pilots. So they were kind of like PCP methane. Well, and it wasn't, it was like, I can't remember the big one, but the British did it too. It wasn't just the German army. Mm. They used to ration their pilots Benzedrine to keep them awake and Uh, make them alert because Benzedrine is a, it's a super upper. So your reflexes would get faster. You'd be able to concentrate better. Mm -hmm. But, uh, allegedly I'm, I'm, I can't remember where I read this. But Hitler was fucking crazy into drugs, and but his whole army was too. Like they were all on. Um, no wonder they couldn't afford. They were to all on uppers. It was it was like amphetamines and methamphetamine was mm. what they would ration it out to the Nazis. The Japanese used to um, uh, uh, give all of their. They would before the bonsai charges, the big suicide charges, where basically when they had no ammunition left, they would mm-hmm. take out their swords and just charge the enemy in a big suicide rush and kill mm-hmm. as many, you know, take out as many as you can, raw, raw bravery. Right. They would all give them um, opium and they would all smoke opium and get all fucking just wrecked out of their heads so that they wouldn't, they would have no fear. Right. So drugs and warfare. But yeah. So it's not something specific that you know of it. Not that I know of, but okay. you know what? Maybe, I don't know. Um, I was so disappointed that Mr. British Sir What's-His-Face was Aries because when I first saw him, I was like, oh, this is a bad guy. Yeah. Don't I trust him. I was bummed that we called it immediately. Immediately. As soon as I saw him, I was like, nope, 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 nope. It's It really goes to show you that the... And when they And as the film went on and they started playing up the other guy, I was like, no. It's not him at all. It's definitely the other guy. It's the moment he starts helping him. I know. Like when he walks over the table, second, I was like, no, fuckers, don't let this guy help you. Can I, can I do a quick sideline on Hollywood screenwriting? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the back in college when I was set out to write my first screenplay? Mm-hmm. I went and checked out those like three or four books on screenwriting from the NMU library. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. And this is they're still using this formula. Every one of them had this weird three act structure beat for beat formula. It's literally Mm -hmm. the, the way that Hollywood screenplays are written is literally formulaic to the point where screenwriting guides can tell you on which pages of your script to have like the turn here's where the villain reveal comes here's where your character learns something like i'm not Mm -hmm. joking Mm -hmm. it's like on page 61 i think 38 Mm -hmm. you should have blah plot element Mm -hmm. that that's like a formula where if you write by the numbers that's that's how these things all that's why i was saying earlier when you watch a movie you can feel what beats are coming because Mm -hmm. you've seen them a hundred and 90 times this mm-hmm. year or whatever, however many times, however many movies you've seen, you've seen that, that structure yeah. again and again and again and again. Yeah. And I think that that's why it's become so easy for you and mm-hmm. I, and for America, I'm sure that everyone in the theater is like, oh, that guy's a bad guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I they weren't even like subtle about it either. Well, I, th- I think they were, I don't think they could be because we've seen that thing where you we get psyched out like here's the bad guy i'm showing you guys the bad guy oh him he's just the nice guy who's helping him out we've seen mm. that weird like Good double cop, bluff bad cop all that trick we've seen that trick mm-hmm. so a million times many, yeah, yeah a million times uh we've talked about the movie this podcast a do- like a dozen times 
Dark Knight Rises. Who's who's Batman's best friend in the whole movie? It's Talia al Ghul. Boo! Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Surprise, surprise! Who's the big bad villain? Bane. Who escaped from the thing? Oh, it must have been Bane. No, it was Talia. It was right. me the whole time. We right. literally... Like, come on. That's another <laughs> yeah. superhero movie where they use the same goddamn trick. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We talked about that moment where she's in bondage with those metal plate yeah. things. And then, um, sorry, I got all creepy about it. I was like, yeah, bonded, yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine's character blows the plane up and then she like has her like freak out moment Jesus, and like, that looked like busts shit. out and then she's doing like weird, like where she's standing Kung Fu. still, it looked like... but also running. It was the worst. Do you know that thing my brother does when he's pretending to run really slow, but he taps his feet really fast? Yes. That's yeah. what I thought of when she was doing it and her fucking, what was the bullshit like we've seen some combat in this mm-hmm. movie that looked pretty good but this she was like doing like everybody was kung fu fighting alan me alan was totally right he was like it's like the flash totally is like yeah, when the flash is running around really fast like, or like w- uh, presenting uh, wonder woman presented by cw's the flash or something right. whatever he said <laughs> and she's just like running around like punching people and she like suddenly, putting goldfish bowls on Edges and well, she's been she's been quick. She had been quick in the move in the movie before, but suddenly she has like fucking lightning super speed. Where did yeah, that come I don't, from? I don't and fucking that. Well, that that scene l- looked so much worse than anything we'd seen in the movie that I was for a second. I'm like, are they doing something stylistic here? Because mm-hmm. she was like throwing punches, and it was like, like a totally different film. Like they just cut a weird you know section of like? like some weird art film, and it just looked like it in there. it looked like um like one of those like uh, like exp- like Japanese art films where you have like it, it looked like like something out of Sukiyaki Western Django or something or like some weird new agey kind of like anime blend it looked like something mm-hmm. out of anime yeah. or like something out of Yeah, like, yeah, like when they have all the like the streaks and like Naruto's like jumping from tree to tree really yeah, fast or, or that something. or that like bullshit thing where they'll show like a character like slide across this the because they're being their animators got lazy they'll show show like a character in the foreground fly past and then a bunch of characters in the background will like spray blood all of a sudden right because he's come by that's what right. it looked like but it was yeah. Wonder Woman right. she's like moving and, and bodies are just flying. And she's moving her arms in these, like, bullshit, like, new age dance moves or, like, (laughs) fake kung fu, like, Steven Seagal kung fu. (laughs) And people are just, like, who her arms are nowhere near are just, like, uh, falling in poses. And Mm -hmm. then she does that weird fucking where she, like, turns to face the camera and her hair flies. And that's where her sexy hair. Yeah, Yeah. that's where her sexy hair shows up. And then all those people behind her just fall, like, fly away from her. Why? Why did they fly away from her? Her arms didn't... She didn't touch any of them. What are you doing? That mm. Yeah, that looked so mm. bad. Mm. I was I was actually surprised at how bad that looked. Yeah. It wasn't even bad CG. It was like they, they went for something stylistically that was so out of left field that I was just like, did you guys just run out of time and money? Boop. Yeah, that movie oh, yeah. flatlined during that. I was like, what are you... What the fuck is going on? Why are you doing this right now? Um, and then <sighs> that kind of leads into the rest of my um, 
where she flies up into the sky and like gets all the electricity and then she's in this Jesus pose. Well, and it's, she it's after Aries. Aries. She gets the electricity tr- from Aries. Anyway, the Jesus pose, really? You need to do the yeah. fucking Jesus pose? Well, it's Hollywood. It's I that hate same Hollywood. It's that same beat thing. Um, Thank you. High five for hating Hollywood. Boom. I um, too. So I love she kills Aries, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But there's still wars. It right. still happens. Yeah. And they don't explain like that these things don't go together. Like, why didn't she just say something well, they like... they do. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't think that it... I didn't think that it made sense that she killed him, but all this bad stuff still happens. Like, why didn't she say, like, there needs to be balance, or you're here for a reason. He did. Or, I'm know, just like thinking just, you probably cashed out so hard. I probably did. Okay, so I'm they did explain it. Over. They did explain it. Um, well, Ares' whole thing is he's telling her again and again he's like i don't make them have wars he's like i just give them ideas for like a, a new yes. poison gas yeah, 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 yeah. and they're the ones who do this to each other mm-hmm. so her mom who was like aries made everyone have wars and zeus was like that's bad aries and i zapped and he got zip zapped mm-hmm. zip zapped and aries is like no no that's not what happened here's what happened is human beings started fucking up this beautiful paradise that we gave them so i just went down and i gave them ideas something like i'm the god of truth or something right but like his whole his his whole thing i actually kind of liked what he said because it it puts it makes chris pine right he it puts the impetus on us because he was saying like we have this beautiful paradise and Mm -hmm. then mankind is like like fire living entropy dissolving the planet mm-hmm. he's like they're ruining paradise yeah so he's like what i did is i came down and i basically inspired them with like here's a new poison gas here's a new bomb hoping that they so would then, destroy themselves what is faster. the point of his character then how is he so powerful he's supposed to be the god of war and he's not even doing that he is he's he's yeah he's, he's just he's empowering bits in well he's empowering them to have greater and greater wars but he's, then when he's gone they already we have, still get the h-bomb well they have all they already have all this he's not the only originator he's just like think of him like back to fire think of him as like fuel on mm. the fire you know what i mean and because, I mean, even Gal Gadot at the end of the movie says, like, I've come to realize that mankind, you know, for all of their light has their darkness. So she realized mm-hmm. war is not because of Ares. He's like this Greek god. He's like this outdated concept. He's kind of inspiring people to have bigger, better, badder, badass wars. But bigger, war. Better, badder? Bigger, badasser. Okay. But, but at the end of the day, war is a human thing. Mm-hmm. That her mom was trying to protect her from the harsh realities of the world, which is that men are not all good. Mm-hmm. I I kind of liked that because at the at the Except end of the love, yeah, love. I'm sorry, yeah, that's right. Once we experience love, it just saves the entire universe and all shit. the bad things go away. Oh God! All right. Well, <laughs> should we should we rate should uh, we rate it? I mean, we did. We finally watched it. We finally watched. We did watch it. We did. We watched That's it. That's the thing we did. We reviewed it. And you know what? I, I, I'm Y'all not. Y'all better be happy with this I'm not, fucking God, podcast. no. People are going to be like, I can't believe you disliked this. <laughs> I remember I told, I told Adam one time, I can't remember which movie it was. Oh, it was Thor Ragnarok, I think. I told Adam that, um, like, I, I 
thought there was a flaw in Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It it feels like a lot of movies these days just are just trying to be Deadpool, and he was pissed. <laughs> you, I mean, he was he was cordial. He wasn't like a dick or anything. But he's like, man, I thought that movie was great. I can't believe you didn't like it. What's wrong with you? And you know, I liked Thor Ragnarok too. No, I did too. But that's what I'm saying is, I I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, but I didn't. There's this thing that I'm starting to notice in movies where there it's a really specific type of humor. That kind of like dumb, d- lowest common denominator or whatever. Type. Yeah, like that. There's like a like they'll play a joke a little bit too long. It's like yeah, I hate that. It's I think it's because in de- there was a certain type of humor in Deadpool that everyone responded to really well, so they started putting it in every movie. So I was just mm. like, oh, I loved Thor Ragnarok, but eh, you know they're doing that Deadpool joke thing. I wasn't even really super critical of it, but people get really territorial about movies, and I think that this might not go over well because Wonder Woman is extremely no, popular. Really? Yeah. Um, but you know, to be fair, I will watch this movie again. I definitely will. I'm definitely going to spin this movie again. But I'm a huge film fan, and I'll watch anything again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, as far as rating, do we want, we want even want to rate it? Mm. You want to do it out of ten, like a out of ten? Isn't that how IMDb rates shit? Oh, like on a ten I don't point know. scale, what would be? Would you want to do like out of five, out of four? Oh, what do we normally? It's normally Ebert, out of five. Ebert right? does out of four. Don't we normally do out of five? I don't know. Do, do we, we normally do? I don't out think of four? we usually rate things, but I think for the horror films, it's usually four, isn't it? Oh, it's. Uh, I think it's Is five. Five with the bonus. I think it's one? five with the bonus one. Because it's mm. gore, plot, character, production, and jump scares. And so, Babe Factor. And Babe Factor is the okay. bonus. So uh, I, we don't have don't to go know. through the, the bullet points. Um, so out of five, I think I would give this movie like a, this is this is a three for me. Um, Chris Pine and Dr. Poison are big saving graces. It would, this movie probably deserves to be lower, but I enjoyed parts of it mm-hmm. enough and it was fun. This was a kind of fun movie. It has some dragging points and it has some mm-hmm. really disturbingly bad CG in it, but I, I give this movie a three with knowing that perhaps it should have been a little bit lower. If they had left that fucking flashback <laughs> where you she hated so much, if they had kept Chris Pine's speech as like as a mystery this movie would be would be for a solid four but that that was such a fucking bad move okay i'm done i'm done that was such a bad move um i'd (sighs) probably say two two? that feels a little high but two feels a little high can we do 0.5s 1.5 you're gonna give it a 1.5 maybe I'm going to I'm going to keep it at a 3. No, I'll say 2. I'm going to keep it at a 3 because you know what this I will uh, this movie gave me feels a couple times. There were some lines where I like I was like mm-hmm. I wanted to like raise my fist in solidarity with my writer brothers. But um yeah, there was there was a lot in this movie that could have been better. Way better. Way better. Um, this is not not the Wonder Woman movie I thought I was going to see based on what I had heard. It's not the movie that I was hoping for. Well, I know that I had heard so many positive reviews that I was expecting something else. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like a really amazing, like I was going to say Marvel. When I movie. say what I was hoping for, I mean, or what I was expecting. Uh, um, I mean, like I was hoping when I first heard about this movie coming out, I was hoping that it was going to be really good. 
Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else? No. Uh, it's too late for me to probably cogently do it any. It is two in the morning. Yeah. It's too late for me to do any, uh, um, like cogent housekeeping. So we're just gonna go out and, uh, we'll see. In a blaze of glory. <laughs> in a blaze of controversy in the Love. comments. Um, so if you guys want to actually, this is, this is a fun place to do this. If you guys want to, um, tell us what you thought of wonder woman or talk about or contest anything we've said here, <laughs> you can hit, um, either of us up primarily on Instagram still. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, what's your Instagram handle? <clears throat> the Artist Bird. Mine is. Act- I think it's the dot artist bird. Okay, mine is uh, actual Max P. But if you just to consolidate everybody, the place that I'm going to be looking most often nowadays is you can head over to QuillenFilmProductions.com. Um, we have a Chatman and Robin. Uh, tab you can click that all of our episodes are there just leave a comment under the episode and uh, use the app you can go rate this on in in, uh, itunes go ahead give it one star (laughs) of this podcast yeah go get no give this specific episode you can't you can you only can't rate specific i think you can only rate no you can only rate the show so oh. please don't give us a, one, give star us a one star review. it'll fuck us over entirely but you can go and uh we strive for five feel for, strive for fives you can they uh, used to tell us that at michael's oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> well actually the bringing it back that that's how um the itunes algorithm works is the more five star reviews and ratings that you have the more um they will associate your podcast highly with other podcasts on related subject matter. Oh. So that's how you get in front of more oh, viewers. Cool. So yeah, the more five star reviews we have, we can get give us five guys. featured as like hot up and coming podcast or trending podcast. It's a good way to get more followers. So cool five beans. star reviews and especially or five star reviews, and especially ones with written reviews. So five star ratings with written reviews cool. are a great way to get in front of people. But if you want to talk about this movie, head over to quillenfilmproductions.com and click on the Chatman and Robin tab and you can uh, leave things in the comments and feel free to use the F word as freely as you want. I'm sure many <laughs> of you are, are just raging <laughs> mad right now. <laughs> or, Man, you know, how many friends do you think we had just lost? I don't know because part of me is wondering because I, I don't think that like I know a lot of my film friends and I think that like we have similar tastes. I think mm-hmm. I, I, res- I always respect how they respond to films mm-hmm. and I'm, su- I can't imagine that they also did not notice some of the stuff that we noticed yeah. today. So I'm wondering if maybe we're just voicing. I'm wondering things. if we also did that thing that I am really famous for, which is like poking holes in things and being a total dream crusher. You are a very much a Debbie Downer, but I'm a I'm notoriously easy to please and love everything. Mm-hmm. I just left a glowing review for the film Drive Angry, but that's because it knew <laughs> what it was and mm-hmm. it fulfilled what I expected it to be. So go ahead. Oh, we should probably let people know. Um, that we need their input for possible Patreon perks for Chapman and Robin. Yes, I ha- I'm doing a Patreon for all of the podcasts that we do, as well as other like some ar- other artistic endeavors. But that's Patreon.com/slash Max Peterson. We want to include Chapman and Robin there so that we can pay the uh, hosting fees for this podcast, so that <laughs> I'm not uh, you know ending up paying a couple hundred bucks every year to podcast, but. Uh, so, but we want to know what sort of rewards you guys would like to get if we, uh, if we were to put it on Patreon. Like, would you guys want, um, 
Patreon-only episodes, or are there certain things that we can do additionally, like maybe like behind-the-scenes photos or like special things that we could do for you what would be because usually the way patreon works is the the artist puts out content and in in return for certain tiers of pledged support for shows or art or whatever um there are rewards there's like reward tiers so like shout outs on the show obviously but if we were to do patreon exclusive episodes what sort of content would you want to see in them um yes would you want patron selected movie reviews like we just did right but that would be patron only or right like yeah like patron exclusive and then you guys pick the content Mm -hmm. or or we could live stream our podcast we could add video elements to it Mm -hmm. like what sort of things would be good patreon rewards i guess so um any ideas you have you can uh, hit us up on instagram or actually probably yeah Instagram's probably the best way or yeah, do you think in 100%. the comments uh, yeah okay so either you know hit us up on either of us up on instagram actual max p or the dot artist dot bird or over at quillenfilmproductions.com for sure in the comments all right cool um so next week we're going to be back on track with more uh it came from the short box and our continuing coverage of lost girls i'm i have my notes for them right next to me i'm way too fucking tired but i'm i'm pretty excited to dig Mm -hmm. back into lost girls we have two really good chapters i think we seriously should do um professor marston and the wonder woman for the next one as well do you think for with the lost girls one? yeah with lost so. girls yeah. okay cool i think it'll mesh nicely yeah if i don't work Very tomorrow sexy. let's do it okay <laughs> all right um anyway we are gonna get out of here so good lord it is late i am tired this rum was delicious uh let's do this again sometime soon oh okay um so for chatman and robin uh, i'm max peterson and i'm bird holy podcast chatman mm-hmm.